afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Yes, if you're hearing my voice is a little low, my energy is a little low compared to usual. I'm still trying to get over this chest cold. It's uh, uh, been a little bit uh, tougher than I thought. Uh, I guess my body telling me I need to slow down, take it easy, practice some self-care, and uh, focus on uh, not doing too much. So, of course, though, I cannot let my loyal listeners down. Uh, We go on with the show. Though I was tempted to cancel it and rerun an old show this week, but uh, I had a wonderful, wonderful guest lined up, so I didn't want to do that to her. So... Let's uh, get started. I'm sure you've been waiting all week long for our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Haven't I always shown up with the right idea at the right time to spin your head and rock your world when you least expected it? Give yourself this rest you've earned. You're my butterfly, the universe. (laughs) We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Um, And I think this uh, quote from the universe is particularly pointed towards me. Give myself some rest that I've earned. Yes, I know. Oh, and of course, I didn't even mention the fact we are live on the Facebook live stream and we already have a couple of wonderful viewers. Kai Cole, thank you for watching. And Jane Tabachnik, two wonderful friends and loyal listeners. And just to remind our listeners, if you're on the Facebook live stream, Um, and you want to ask questions, just type a comment or question in the comments field. I'll see it and I'll ask, I'll answer it myself or we'll ask our guest. And uh, we've got a wonderful guest in store for you today. So stay tuned. Okay. That's the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. What is the definition of procrastination? It means I can feel within my energy sensor that this action is not in perfect alignment at this time. Abraham. So an interesting quote from Abraham, one I personally relate to tremendously because, uh, believe it or not, even though I work really hard and I do lots of things, I do tend to procrastinate about certain things, some things, many things. Well, it just depends on the day of the week. But you see, Abraham has a very different view of procrastination is it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, you got to stop procrastinating, you know, how to motivate yourself and do this stuff. And Abraham's take is very different. Procrastination is merely a lack of alignment with what it is you're about to do. So if you're procrastinating about something, the question we can ask ourselves is, why am I out of alignment or where am I out of alignment with this action? Because if our energy was truly aligned with whatever action, you know, we're about to take, there would be no procrastination. And that if there's procrastination, there's usually a reason. You know, there's something about it. There's some resistance to that action. And maybe that resistance is, it, it, you know, it doesn't feel good. <coughs> It's, um, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's something that you don't really want to do, but feel you're supposed to do. Uh, maybe it's something you're not that sure about. Maybe it's something um, you're, uh, you know, you're hesitant about because it's not really what you want to do. You know, procrastination, we always, uh, procrastination always gets a bad rap, but uh, actually procrastination can serve you in many ways. And it's very interesting um, over the years when I've procrastinated about stuff, how some things, not everything, but some things I've procrastinated about, because I procrastinated about them, something came up and it turned out I didn't have to do it anyway, you know, or it ended up shifting in a way that if I had done it, I would have to redo it anyway because some parameters changed, something changed about it. So, you know, give yourself a break. If you're procrastinating about something, uh, if you're uh, not quite in that alignment with the action, give yourself a break. Don't beat yourself up about it. Be a little kind 
and and maybe just take some time and sit and meditate about what is this action that you're you know procrastinating about and seeing if there's not something out of alignment about it maybe you just don't want to do it by yourself so all you need to do is maybe find someone who can just even sit there with you while you do it I've had people do that with me where it's not that I was incapable of doing it. It's not that I didn't know what were all the things I had to write up. It was just I didn't want to do it by myself. And once I had a friend there to sit with me and and just kind of be there with me, it flowed so much better, so easy. So really, let's let's uh, let's all be a little kinder and gentler with ourselves, and and you know let's. Let's put procrastination in a little light. So two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. You know, let's, uh, you know, not, not sweat it so much, right? Universe gives us the right idea at the right time. And hey, if we're procrastinating, maybe there's a reason behind it. So let me now introduce you. And by the way, again, Facebook live stream. Welcome, Nick and Renee joining us. So I would very much like to introduce you to my guest today, Robin Vaughn, who is a principal branding messaging specialist and the founder of Word Entity. Um, Robin uncovers the unique brand voice that belongs to you and your business. She finds the turnkey phraseology born out of brand storytelling that solidifies connections with desired audiences, makes for true brand romantics. Robin catalyzes your brand positioning with storytelling to create meaningful impressions that compel prospects to identify as your client exclusively. It's a brave new world of adventure and unapologetically vibrant business expression where Robin offers the map and compass to locate its true north. Welcome to the Conscious Consult now, Robin. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. And it was Renee that connected us, right? Who was it that connected us? Well, I mean, I know we had met, but then someone reconnected us recently. It was Bruce Annapol. Oh, Bruce. Yes, 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 yes. Um, So, uh, of course, you know, I'm all, not all about branding. Um, Branding is something very near and dear to my heart. It's much of our audience knows because a lot of what we do here at the radio station and what I do on my show, it's all in a way about branding. And I I even coach people myself a little bit about branding, but not in the same uh, focus that you have. I'm, I'm curious, what kind of got you interested in just this whole concept of branding, which in the overall scheme of things is a relatively new concept, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Well, I think that, you know, there was a a path that wended its way Mm -hmm. and I I finally landed here. Um, It came from being a writer, a copywriter. Ah, okay. um, And actually for several years, I, as an independent, I was writing copy for a telecommunications company that was entirely bland. Mm. And after a few years of doing this, of saying the same thing in a slightly different way and keyword stuffing because that was before Google went on a diet, Uh I thought my brain was going numb. (laughs) So word entity was probably at least in part born out of the need for an antidote for that because mm-hmm. I really wanted to enjoy writing. Now, do you remember when you like first got exposed to this idea of branding? Hmm. I have to think about that. Okay. Um, first got exposed to the idea of branding. I think that the notion has always been somewhere in the periphery as long as I've been copywriting. Okay. Um, but it always, but it, it began to come more forward to the forefront for me mm. as I realized that was the most valuable aspect of copywriting and storytelling. Uh. Because without it, you're just writing generic 
stuff and putting white noise up on a screen. So it became fascinating to me because that's what, that's the distinguisher. Right. Right. And, and so when you were like in college or grad school, were you like a journalism or an English major? I mean, were you looking to become a writer when you graduated or, or was it more something else? I don't know. You know, I always loved to write when I was a kid, even when I didn't have to, Uh, I wrote. Um, I liked the freedom of that kind of expression. Um, But no, I didn't think about being a writer. Um, I was actually a dancer at the time. And when I went to school, I did study, I majored in dance and minored in English. Oh, interesting. So I just, I didn't really imagine though that I would actually become a professional mm-hmm. writer or copywriter and then you know get this passion for branding uh, i didn't know that was coming uh, but that was a nice surprise uh, but it sounds like you always had some uh, artistic part to your soul whether it was movement or words 100 percent. yeah wonderful Absolutely. wonderful and so i see like like many of us you sort of started out in the corporate world and then eventually kind of made the the leap to becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business? Well, yes and no. Before I was writing this telecommunications copy that I mentioned, mm-hmm. and yes, that was, uh, that was uh, I was sort of in the corporate, I guess, Culture. realm yeah. in an ancillary way, really, because I did it remotely. Ah. But prior to that, um, I have an extensive background in education, I worked for 15 years developing curriculum for the arts, for enrichment curriculum, creating all different kinds of tie-ins, working with professional development. Um, And that really, I think, informed the way way I I write and uh, the way I express branding now. Because, first of all, we worked a lot with folktales, which is something uh, that I thought was really important Mm -hmm. because of like the human nature and the the universal themes involved with folktales and how branding has to, you know, touch us on certain levels that are in fact universal. But um, also because I, I learned how to organize information like nobody's business. And that's how I came around to that, that, that informed all of it. Wonderful. Wonderful. So really you, <clears throat> wonderful. So really you, uh, I'm just trying to resume. Sorry about sure. that. A little bit of a glitch with the live stream. Um, so really you, uh, like storytelling and mythology and, and folktales and, you know, it's like that this, this, um, passion around the word and story is really something that's been part of you for a long, long time. So yes, uh, um, we're going to take our first break. Okay. When we come back, uh, let's talk a little bit about why people in general and specifically entrepreneurs really should be paying attention and even probably more attention than they are paying to branding. And let's give our audience like a real clear idea of what a brand is. And then we'll delve into Um, kind of language and other stuff around it, okay? Okay, great. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this live every Thursday from 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m., and we'll be back right after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, welcome new listeners on the Facebook live stream, Zena and Chris. Thank you guys for tuning in so much. We're talking this hour with Robin Vaughn, the founder of Word Entity, uh, uh, who is a branding specialist. And we're talking all about branding this hour. So um, now that we've kind of told people a little bit about your background, Robin, let's really get into just what branding is and why should we care about it so you know i hear people use the term branding and sometimes the way i hear people talk about branding i feel like they don't really understand what branding is and what a brand is really Mm -hmm. yeah well thank you i think that there there definitely are some misconceptions um it, it really is a holistic view of a brand, of the, mm-hmm. the business, of the products, the services, the culture, the mm-hmm. communications, internal, external. It's all of that. It's not just one of those things. Of course, some people might think a brand is a logo and a tagline. Right. And those are great. But that's just a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's extremely important that once the brand that the brand in fact does determine its identity through very point specific personality traits and then communicates to their audience or their audience segments based on audience personas accordingly Mm -hmm. and all across media platforms a it makes sense Mm. (laughs) it just makes sense when people see that, they will come to know that that's, oh, that's, oh, that's company A. I love them because I always, I recognize their style. I know that product. I recognize the uh, irreverence or the humor or the, uh, the, the great care with language. There is so, always something to be, that must be recognizable. And it does take a while to establish this, but you might as well start now. So, so g- give us an example of a, a company you feel um, does a good job um, with its brand, something that's recognizable to our audience. Okay. I think we all have um, a brand or two in our, in our heart and in our mind. Some, there is some brand, if I asked you, Sam, and I, maybe I will ask you in a few minutes, <laughs> what brand... Uh, turn the tables, if you don't mind. What brand? Look, anarchy. She's already taking over the show. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> so, um, like, there are certain brands that I feel an affinity towards. Okay, so for example, one of them is from my childhood. I have it the you know from the adulthood perspective as well, of course. But from my childhood, and that's easy, I think, in a way, probably for anyone to think of. Uh, for me, it's Baskin Robbins. Ah. You know, it's that mint chocolate chip ice cream that was waiting for me around the corner that was going to be placed on that wafer cone. And See, then, for me, it's Carvel when I was a kid. Ah. I loved the Carvel ice cream because they made the flying saucers, which <laughs> was the ice cream in between the two cookies. Mm-hmm. And I just love the idea that they called it a flying saucer. Yeah, absolutely. Were you, inter- this, were you interested in space travel? Always. <laughs> Always. It's the only thing I ever wanted to be as a little kid when I was growing up was an astronaut. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's understandable that you would like that name. And that was part of their branding. They branded the Flying Saucer for kids like you. Exactly. Uh, That was no accident. Yeah. Um, I do recall, though, that one of the times that I was just when that when I was, uh, you know, maybe eight or eight years old or so. And I was Mm -hmm. at Baskin Robbins and I got my mint chocolate chip scoop and went outside and licked the cone or licked the ice cream right off the cone and it fell onto the ground. Of course, Charlie Brown moment. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, it's a sad, sad crying moment. But you know what? We went back in and they gave me another one because they sorry. loved and cared for me. And that's mm. a brand thing, too. Yes. People want to know they're being loved or cared for. Right. So um, it's not just about the messaging. It's really about the experience. Right. Right. And the experience, in fact, sends a message. Yes. Um, and it sends the message or in this case, it sends a message that we do give a damn about you. It's not just your money. Right. Um, And it's really important, I think, because there are certain universal themes. Like, we all want to be acknowledged, validated. Someone needs to, you know, reach out and hold our hand sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's extremely important that that happens, especially with all the uh, flotsam and jetsam out there. Yeah, right, all all the noise. (laughs) Um, so like you were giving an example from childhood, but in a way, although, you know, in a way branding has kind of always been with us, companies have always been out there kind to forge a unique identity, but, but hasn't it gotten that this notion of branding has gotten even more important than when we were younger Mm -hmm. and that it's something Mm -hmm. that organizations large and small and tiny and even solopreneurs now are kind of almost have to pay attention to if they're going to survive? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. I think in the last decade, mm-hmm. uh, there's been m- a much greater focus, much more attention has been brought to the topic of uh, brand messaging. Right. Uh, in the, uh, just prior to that, you know, in the late 90s, maybe the early, I have trouble saying aughts, but I'll say it. <laughs> um <laughs> it was all it was all you know data driven especially in corporate oh if it doesn't if you can't prove it empirically if you can't make a chart or a pie chart or you know a graph out of it it has no value well the truth is facts and figures they are important but they are freaking boring right um so you have to wrap it in context with some emotion Right. And that's what stories do. Right. And that's what engages people. That's what makes them remember. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets them enthused the next time they interact with you or enthused to share right. your brand with others. Right. So so um, somebody comes to you and let's say they're a new business starting off, you know, maybe they're, uh, uh, I don't know, some kind of health and wellness practitioner, maybe... Uh, or, or maybe there's some kind of service provider, um, and they're like, I don't know what my brand is. Mm. How do you kind of suggest that people start to look mm-hmm. at to come up with sort of the essence of, of what their brand is about when they're just getting started? Well, I have devised a proprietary questionnaire uh. and workbook Mm. that helps them get from point A to, let's call it point Z. Because there's steps that many, uh, I don't know, I actually never counted the steps, but um, so I won't say there's 26. But um, (laughs) but, uh, there are several steps in between, and it's a graduation of willingness and understanding to go there. It's kind of painful sometimes. Can, can you give us an idea of sure. like what well, some of the like, questions are like? Uh, um, yeah, I can do that. Well, first, I want to say that uh, the deep questions are important, and I, I'll give you some yes. examples of those. But um, so the, the, the quote-unquote superficial questions, those are important too, uh, so they're not really superficial then. Um, because mm-hmm. So I'll start uh, with easier, more fun questions that kind of lubricate the process. So for example, um, 
like if you went to a museum, where's the first exhibition you'd be headed towards? Paintings, Mm. sculptures, mixed media. Mm. And I will even ask things like uh, I I asked, uh, for me, uh, the, the, the senses are extremely important in in branding mm-hmm. and in our experience as human beings. Well, and, and to me, it's a really simple straight line to draw. We are on this earth. We are in these corporal, corporal, corporeal bodies, mm-hmm. excuse me, and we are of the senses. So otherwise it wouldn't matter, but it does. Um, so having said that, I asked a client, um, what's, what's your favorite sound? And oh. don't tell me... D- don't 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 include music in that. Just what's your favorite sound? Now I have some favorite sounds. Uh, one of his favorite sounds was um, the sound of rain on a metal rooftop, hmm. where he grew up in uh, in Guyana. Uh, they had a metal rooftop, <laughs> and although he was only maybe six years old and came to America while he was still very young, he remembers that. So that really tied me in a little bit to who he is and ultimately how I would guide him to presenting his brand to the world mm. because that's revealing. Mm. Um, so we can start with easier questions like that. I see. So it could be something like the sound of snow crushing bef- between, under your feet in the wintertime. Exactly. Or, you know, walking on the leaves in the fall. Uh-huh. Or uh, the sound of a waterfall or a babbling brook. Absolutely. Right. For me, okay. um, and I love the sound of a camera aperture shutting. Ah. I love that sound. The shutter sound, yeah. I do. And the sound of uh, ice skates on... <coughs> On the ice. Uh, you know, it's so interesting you mentioned the shutter sound because now even with the, the, the smartphones, when you take a picture with the camera apps, a lot of them make a little shutter sound even though there is no aperture and there's no shutter on a, on a smartphone. Right. It's a nostalgic thing. Although who knows what much younger people know about that. Um, right. But there's been a lot of translation between... Uh, the analog world that we used to live in and the digital world that we live in now. Uh, okay. All right, so let us take our, our next commercial break. Um, and when we get back, let's talk a little bit about, um, well, we've kind of touched upon a bunch of stuff, but we'll talk a little bit more about sort of the uh, how you go about finding the pieces that make up your brand story. Um, you know, we've talked about what some of the components are, but let, let's talk about how we you know, find some of those pieces and pull them together. And of course, if anybody wants to call in live and ask your own questions, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. Or you can go to the Facebook live stream. Just go to the facebook.com slash talking alternative. Um, and you should find it there. If not, just look for it under my name, Sam Liebowitz, L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. This is the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture... Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our show is live every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. This Thursday, we're talking here with our guest, Robin Vaughn, principal and founder of Word Entity. Uh, So, Robin, we talked before, we had just gotten started about sort of your brand questionnaire, I guess, when you're starting with a new client. And you mentioned how you tend to start with first some more easier you know, quote-unquote superficial questions that aren't really that superficial. Mm -hmm. What are some of the deeper questions you would then go into with a client? Well, this is where it gets a little bit um, difficult, I think, and this is where a branding uh, expert is really instrumental in uncovering what needs to be found. Mm. So, for example, sometimes I might ask a client to think of really one of the worst things that's ever happened to them. Now, they don't have to mm-hmm. share it with me if they don't want to. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever it was, mm-hmm. it, it shaped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it turned you in part into who you are today and what you pour into your business. If you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur, there's really no difference between you and your business. I mean, you are your business, Um, unless you're one of these people that are extraordinarily good at compartmentalizing, but why would you even want to do that? Um, And, you know, your business, obviously, we're complex human beings, so um, some of our better qualities will be assigned to our brand, but you are, in fact, your brand. So asking that question... uh, you know, a moment when you were just completely on trial, so to speak. Um, You know, I've heard some stories, um, and of course, you know, we've all got them. What, you know, I I, I asked them what insight came from it and what changed as a result. Mm. So whether they want to share it with me or not, or just share it in part, you know, I'm not a psychologist, although I am a student of human nature. So, so, but how does that help with, as a component of this whole branding story? Because those difficult moments are part of the fabric of who an individual is. Hmm. And if you are a small business owner, that has to be woven somehow, not directly. Right, I'm not saying right. anybody has to know about that story. Right, 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 right. But it has to be interpreted in a way that is um, authentic to that fabric that is you. Hmm. Okay. It reads, so and, to speak. And do you have any other questions that, like, when you're going through them with your clients, like, really gets a, a surprised look on their face when you ask them or, <laughs> or, or maybe even some resistance of like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> um, yeah, I think actually some of the more, the easier questions have, have surprised clients, uh, especially like when, you know, when I say, um, what's, if your, if your brand had a theme song, uh, what would it be? Um, So these questions, by the way, the quote easier ones, they serve two different purposes. A, they really can be interpreted into the brand somehow Mm -hmm. or give you insight about the person whose brand that you're looking to unearth to reveal because it's already there. It's like Michelangelo and the and the the stone. He said David. Yeah, precisely. It's. The, the sculpture was always there. there. He just has to get rid of all the extraneous stuff. Right, exactly. So that's how I look at that mm-hmm. um, in terms of branding and uh, wording and messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is um, a connection uh, with those easier with those easier questions. Um, first of all, it just makes things. It sort of 
let's say, you know, you dip your toes in and you get used to the temperature. Mm. But it also does oftentimes give insight, especially mm-hmm. like with my client who, who is a child in Guyana, uh-huh. right? It tells me a lot about him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that so. he remembers from being a kid the, the rain on the rooftops. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that... Uh, that creates an image in my mind. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's also something fairly universal. Many people around the world and from many different cultures could relate to that. Yes. The sound of rain on the roof, whether it's metal roof or not. Right. Or the sound of rain on an air conditioner yeah. or on the street yeah. or the car tires on a wet road. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so in a way, it's kind of like you're building sort of the mythology. You're gathering all this information to build a mythology, to build a universe Mm -hmm. um, that this business identity or or brand identity kind of evolves from. Yeah. It kind of actually, in a way, now I think about it, um, it kind of reminds me of... On, on one of the other shows on the network, on Michael Dolce's show, Secrets of the Sire, it talks about comic books and stuff. Mm-hmm. He actually had a gentleman on his show once who um, was a, a, I forget what his official title was, but he was like a, a universe uh, uh, analyzer. So like companies would come to him with properties and they would like want to do something new and they'd say, does this fit in the universe or how do we get this to fit in the universe? And, and he would have like, you know, comic book companies, movie companies, um, sometimes even toy companies come to him and say, you know, here's all the material we have around this story that we created these toys from. We want to come up with this new stuff. How do we work it into the universe? Precisely. And it's almost kind of like that. Yes. Where it's like you're creating the fabric of a whole universe around which now this entity emerges from. You got it, Sam. That's so on point. Um, you are creating a universe. So the brand is that universe. And, and it includes so many things from uh, challenges mm-hmm. to strengths, opportunities, um, previous experiences, client avatars. Um, and, you know, what it all centers around, the right. business owner and the benefit that that product or service brings. Um, so you, it's all they're all points that you want to get across. Do you want to get them get them across in a consistent, inventive, and clear manner? And I think that's the hat trick, yeah. because you got to be clear. But if you're not engaging, no one's going to care. Right. And if you're not clear, people are going to be confused and they're going to disengage, right. because there is a, something about. Uh, a, a great discomfort in not knowing what somebody is ultimately trying to say. And I think that's when people leave. Mm. They, it, it's threatening. It's not comfortable. It's, it's a situation you want to remove yourself from. I think it's in our DNA to mm. make sense of things. Yeah. So you, making sense of the brand and at the same time framing it in a vibrant and inventive way that makes people remember it. Because I could just generic copy out of my butt so to speak if you don't mind um i can write that right now so let me ask you when you're working with your clients and you're kind of educating them in the process about all of this Hmm. what typically surprises your clients the most about this whole process i would say that the uh, very high level of comprehensive th- thought that goes into mm. that goes into it, I think they're surprised. I mean, the questionnaire it takes time. Yeah. It's it, there are many questions, and some of them you won't be able to answer as quickly as others. Right. It involves a commitment to uncover all of that. Mm. And then somehow it gets put into a recipe and uh, thrown together in a centrifuge <laughs> and out comes the brand universe. Right. So, so, what, um, so what really does come out of this? Mm. Is it like I know uh, just back from public, my publishing days, 
like there used to be style sheets that that you know mm-hmm. when you were a writer for a magazine there are certain styles and certain fonts and things that you had to stay within is there like a uh, a style sheet sent like a brand sheet that comes out of this that kind of dictates what you can and can't do like what is the result of all this work um well it can it can result in part uh it can result in guidelines in brand guidelines mm. um that would be up to the the client and and what their business is and mm-hmm. Maybe that's something they want to do later after they grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for starters, you know, the the voice has to be determined and then delivered consistently, like an like a like the friend that you're you're so used to talking to, mm-hmm. and and then I think there needs to be a kind of maintenance, sort mm-hmm. of you know, to keep a watchful eye on the brand presentation mm. and making sure that it's still in alignment with itself. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, things get complicated, we get distracted, or when businesses grow and they have an, a new product, a new service, or even a new division, mm. um, that's when messaging can get murky. Yeah. So that would be a really excellent time to recalibrate and to also think about creating brand guidelines. Right, 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 right. absolutely. And and why is this whole sort of storytelling aspect so important? I mean, we've kind of touched upon mm. it peripherally a little bit already, but why is this storytelling so important? So we are inundated on a daily basis with content. I actually feel pressured by my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it, I think, oh, I really should read that. Oh. And I open it up and I think, I'll just leave the tab open. (laughs) And I go to do something else and I see that tab. And then I think, okay, I'll just bookmark it. (laughs) 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 And then I do that and and then. So I've done this so so many times. Uh, I think that given the preponderance of content that we are pressured to read, to share, mm. to understand, um, makes us really be, uh, makes us, um, I'm sorry, I was looking for the word. It, it, it validates our need for content that's not, that's not generic. Because uh. I personally, I'm going to feel insulted if I open up, if I click onto something and it's just generic. Yeah. Why do I care? Yeah. Because then you're just like everybody else in a sea of indistinguishability. Yeah. So that's why story is so important. Because it, it makes you, sets you apart. And no one else has your story. No one else has your voice. Right. You could, same person can make the stew recipe, but it's not going to taste exactly the same. It's all, you know, six points on the snowflakes, but they're not all the same. Right. So that's really why it's important. I think it's essential. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. All right. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Uh, time flies when we have such interesting guests. <laughs> so when we come back, let's um, kind of tie it all together and, uh, and uh, we'll let our audience know how to get in touch with you as well. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Robin Vaughn, founder of Word Entity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, Robin. Yes. When we're putting ourselves out there as a service-based business, as a product, as a company, a solopreneur, whatever our particular endeavor or venture is like, why is it so important that all of our messaging, however it shows up, whether in print, online, in a podcast or a radio show like this or on a video we do, why is it important for everything to be so in alignment with our quote-unquote brand? Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely uh, for recognizability. Mm. It's uh, recognizability. Well, let's just start. Let me go back a little bit further. Meaning. Mm-hmm. have to create meaning. Okay. And meaning is created by expressing a story, by expressing um your brand personality traits Mm -hmm. in a way that expresses that story and resonates with your audience. Mm -hmm. So then you've got meaning now, now you're now you, now you've got the spark. Mm -hmm. Once you've got meaning, you got people interested. Mm -hmm. We need to be somewhat emotionally invested Mm -hmm. to care. So then you've got people caring and then you've got memorability. And once you've got that, aside from, you know, just seeing your logo and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that logo. It's familiar. Mm-hmm. You also can recognize the brand by the way in which they, they present themselves. Um, mm-hmm. The tone. Like, say, for example, if your brand was to have three primary brand personality t- pillars, mm-hmm. right? say one is friendly. And one is uh, highly uh, skilled. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, let's see. That's kind of generic. I don't like generic. Um, (laughs) Let's say one is transparent. One is personable. Mm -hmm. And one is irreverent. You can can do that depending on your brand and how you present it. Mm -hmm. Now, you can choose one of those three traits to be the one the form of the one that's in the foreground and the other two in the background but they should always be there in every communication mm-hmm. and that is a unique stamp mm-hmm. that is in fact a brand of communication literally mm-hmm. um uh, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering uh because sometimes we learn a lot more from our failures than we do from our successes mm-hmm. Are there any, you know, famous examples that you can think of, of a a, a company who like, you know, had a good brand and then really screwed it up? (laughs) Um, Yes, I can. Not not one of my clients. Of course not. Um, But (laughs) I do have. Oh, wow. I've seen I I saw. It was a a big. Okay, I don't want to say this wrong, so I, I won't mention the name because okay. I'm not sure which one it was. But it was a large sportswear manufacturer. Okay. Globally. Global. Okay. And instead of, and on a t-shirt for a soccer t-shirt, mm-hmm. um, instead of the word spelling out the country, mm-hmm. Colombia, mm-hmm. it spelled Columbia, like the university. Ah. This is not good. I, I think that's you know that's. I'm sure there were I'm sure there were a lot of meltdowns in the boardroom after that, mm. and how they learned from it, I'm sure they instated uh, some very rigorous uh, controls after mm. that. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to tell you about what I think is an amazing brand story. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, please. So basically, I mean, there are many different types of stories. Um, you know, the hero story, the hero's journey. Yes. Of course. Um, and then there's the the goodwill story, the one that promotes goodwill. Um, and there's a company in uh, South Africa. It's a burger joint, I guess, or maybe it's a franchise, I'm not sure, called Wimpy. 
Mm-hmm. And they decided they were going to reach out to the visually impaired and blind community. Oh. And they announced and then proceeded to produce their menus completely in Braille for oh. that population. Okay. So, and then, but the, then when those people would come to the, the restaurant and use the Braille menu to order, they got the very unexpected surprise of a Braille message baked into the top of the bun with sesame seeds <laughs> that said something like, you are about to enjoy this juicy burger now. Whoa. And the delight wow. that they got out of that um, was amazing. I saw oh, this video cool. and it was really lovely. Um, so you can do a lot of things with story. You can yeah. create goodwill yeah. um, and you can also, and, and, and you can also tell, you know, the, the struggle and the challenge and the, the hero's journey story as well. They're all good and they all serve different purposes. Right. Um, yeah. What's, what's a, a company that you tend to follow to learn from about branding these days? Like, like who do you keep your eye on to see what they do with their brand to, to that you feel are like innovators? Mm. There are certain people I admire. Um, there's one gentleman, uh, I met him at a networking event. And uh, he was he was an employee uh, mm-hmm. at the time, and then he started his own uh, business in media and communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the moment, that name escapes me unfortunately, okay. but I must say that it, he's not a big name. Right. I mean, it, like if you're looking for a big name, I could do that too, and maybe yeah, let's do a name that like okay. most of our listeners would recognize. Well, first of all, uh, I'm not even going to follow a company it, unless mm. they have a, a website that just turns me on somehow. Okay. If, you know, it just, I'm very, <laughs> maybe everybody's like this. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm very detail oriented. And of course, you know, taste is a subjective matter, right, but right. mine is the best. Right. Um, <laughs> 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 it, if, if a website looks old to me, yeah. um, I think that's I think that's a very bad sign. Not only is it unappealing, and right. I want to disengage, right. but it's a bad sign f- for the the brand and their audience uh, because if people are you know there's a very specific look to modern websites. Yeah, yeah. You know, a range of looks. Yeah. And if it does not bear any of that, it's going to look like the brand doesn't care. Right. right. Um, I am particularly. You know, I go back to this just because for a name that we recognize, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Okay. They, their website's not the prettiest. I'll say that. But they're always there to help me. Mm. They'll deliver what I want the next day. Yeah. It's free. Mm. I have Amazon Prime. I watch TV Mm. from Amazon. Thank you. Mm. I get these series. They're they just seem to care about me. And I really like that. So when they announce something new, um, you pay attention to it. I do. I do. I feel like Amazon really cares about the customer experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Robin, unfortunately we've come to the end of the show. So if people want to learn more about you, how do they find you? Thank you. And I must say, this time went by so quickly. Yes, it Thank does. You. It absolutely does. Um, so, um, first of all, viewers who are interested uh, can reach out to Robin at wordentity.com. That's R-O-B-I-N mm-hmm. at wordentity, W-O-R-D-E-N-T-I-T-Y.com. Uh, you can check out the website. Uh, at wordentity.com and you can also inquire about a workshop that I have coming up oh, wonderful. Uh, in January. Thank you. Uh, wh- what's the date on the workshop? Do you remember? Uh, the date is Saturday the 14th of uh, January. January 2017. Yes. 
and it will take business owners, entrepreneurs, startups, rebranders, um, and those who need to recalibrate the messaging because maybe something got a little murky along the way, mm-hmm. through a process, a one-day process, that will include um, interactivity, mm-hmm. inter- uh, pairings, mm-hmm. um, workshop mm-hmm. um, activity, I said that already, um, yeah. question and answer, and a logical progression that will allow them to take it from there. Mm-hmm. Um so it's called Spark Your Brand Fire. Ah, okay, wonderful. And you can reach out to me and inquire about that at uh, the website. Okay, wonderful, Robin. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come in studio today. It was a pleasure having you here. It was awesome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Thank You're you. Quite welcome. And so for my loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in today again and joining us on the Conscious Consultant Hour. I will be back next week. Um, We actually, uh, next week is our last uh, live show for 2016 because as many of you know, we take off for the last week of the year and we'll be back in January. I have a wonderful, wonderful, another amazing guest. Hey, have I ever let you down? (laughs) So uh, please join us next week and uh, please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. for our brand new show in the know 420 uh, with uh, Joseph Bondi, um, along with 21st Century Entrepreneur and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? 
I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 